Luke chapter 2, verse number 4, Amplified Bible. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth to Judea, to the town of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and family of David, to be enrolled with Mary, his spouse, married wife, who was about to become a mother. And while they were there, the time came for her delivery. And she gave birth to her son, her firstborn, and she wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room or place for them in the inn. And in that vicinity, there were shepherds living out under the open sky in the field, watching in shifts over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood by them, and the glory of the Lord flashed and shone round about them, and they were terribly frightened. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will come to all the people. For to you is born this day in the town of David a Savior, who is Christ the Messiah, the Lord. And this will be a sign for you by which you will recognize him. You will find, after searching, a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. Then suddenly there appeared with the angel an army of the troops of heaven, a heavenly knighthood praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace among men with whom he is well pleased, men of good will of his favor. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing, this saying that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste, and by searching, found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. <clears throat> and when they saw it, they made known what had been told them concerning the child. And all, were, all who heard it were astounded and marveled at what the shepherds told them. But Mary was keeping within herself all these things or sayings, weighing and pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, just as it had been told them. There are so many facets to the Christmas story. Christ's birth is filled with amazing principles of hope, joy, peace, and of course love, and they all give an aspect of God's mercy, his kindness, his unmerited favor. It is filled with more than a historic message. It is filled with a living message that God is somehow filled with the very essence of who he is. Just as he filled flesh in a tiny cell, an embryo, that grew inside of Mary to 
become an infant she could actually hold. And when that message is heard and believed, darkness is overwhelmed by glorious life and light. And that is our theme this year. Jesus is the light of the world. No one else can make the claim. No one is worthy of the declaration. No one can minister. No one else can minister the revelation. No one else can back up the promise it brings. Jesus alone is the light of the world. And it, of course, is vital to know because it rings with reformative hope that's actually findable. You need not look anywhere else. The, the, the search is narrowed to one. Jesus is the one way. He is the truth. He is the life. Jesus is your light that, that through a dark and troubled and sometimes foreboding world can show us the way. The shepherds, watching over their sheep one night over 2,000 years ago now, they were among the first to see a smidgen of his glorious light. And uh, that smidgen shone round about them, and they knew it to be his glory, his doxa, which simply means pure uncontaminated light. The glory of the Lord shone round about them and from his light the angel of the Lord spoke to them. Now can you imagine can you imagine that an angel spoke from a flash of light saying in Bethlehem in the city of David, or David's very hometown, a Savior is born this night. He is the Messiah, and he will, save, he will save humanity from their sins. He will provide entrance into heaven for all who ask him. And in this world, he will light their darkness showing them the way to good life, life that is actually abundant and fulfilling, showing them the will of God. His, his light will make crooked places straight for them. It will reveal hidden traps so their feet is never entangled in chains of bondage. It will be their lighthouse providing safe harbor from oceans of despair and grief. This past year, 2020, has been one of the darkest years the world has ever experienced, at least in centuries. A worldwide plague, COVID-19, has affected millions of physical bodies in our world. Beyond that, it's affected the soul of millions 
who have felt the loss because of that plague. Livelihoods have been lost. Incomes have been lost. Businesses have been lost. Hopes have been lost. Dreams have been put on hold. And also man's lust for power has caused dark times in our governments. Darkness fills our political parties and that is causing mass confusion and bewildering lies, injustice, corruption, fraud, darkness fills our capitals with demon ideologies and we could go on. Indeed, 2020 can be defined as a dark, challenging year. From, from confinement to feelings of despair, as liberties are removed from us unjustly, even the scales of justice have been obscured by by darkness surrounding diabolical laws of evil. And sadly, we have discovered Lady Justice isn't blind. She too is corrupt. And within the malaise of demonic congestion, there are those hurting and bound in their souls. And they are in circumstances that they can't control. They are afflicted by decisions they made that caused their own pain. They are wounded by artificial means of masking that pain. Masking such as drugs or alcohol or dead-end relationships, even idolatry. Clearly, the consequences of sin is death, defined as separation from God, defined as living, living in darkness. So many today are living their lives in darkness. And many are feeling that darkness. But the gospel of light that we're singing and talking about today brings good news to those who tread through dark times, who walk through troubled waters. Father God knew there would be dark times. He knew darkness would fill a fallen humanity. He knew the prince of darkness would, would kill, steal, and destroy. So on Christmas, more than 2,000 years ago, he sent the light of heaven. He sent Jesus to step into the darkness and light it with hope. Light it with peace. Light it with love that's unconditional. Light it with his love. Light it with his presence. No longer distant hope. No longer distant peace, no longer distant joy, no longer distant God. A God at hand, a God with us, Emmanuel, 
God with us. Jesus came to light the darkness. He came to light the souls darkened by disappointments, darkened by despair. Jesus stepped, he stepped into darkness and that darkness could not overcome it. See, darkness can, can never overcome light. Darkness flees from light. Light has never been overcome by darkness. Not one time. And what a message to ponder as we end 2020. Jesus still is the light of the world. He still steps into dark times and transforms them with life and light. He can step into your darkness today and light your ways. He can step into your life today and light your soul. He has answers. He has paths leading to abundance. He is still the Savior. Thank God. He is still the Savior. He is still the Lord. He is still master of the darkness. Our salvation. He knows how to find you. Thank God over 50 years ago, he found me. What's your, what's your story? He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. He said in John 12, 46, I have come as a light to shine in this dark world so that all who put their trust in me will no longer remain in the dark. The Amplified, I have come as a light into the world so that whoever believes in me, whoever cleaves to and trusts in and relies on me will not continue to live in darkness. He said in John 8 and verse 12, I am the light of the world. If you follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness because you will have the light that leads to life. The message Bible reads, Jesus once again addressed them. I am the light. I am the world's light. No one who follows me stumbles around in the darkness. I provide plenty of light to live in. As we read a little earlier, Jesus was born in King David's hometown, Bethlehem. And David sings, he sings this hundreds of years prior to this magnificent event we call Christmas. Psalms 27, light Space, zest, that's the Lord. So with him on my side, I'm fearless, afraid of no one and nothing. 
when vandal hordes ride, ride down ready to eat me alive, those bullies and toughs fall flat on their face. When besieged, I'm calm as a baby. When all hell breaks loose, I'm collected and cool. I'm asking God for one thing, only one thing, to live with him in his house my whole life long. I'll contemplate his beauty and I'll study at his feet. That's the only quiet, secure place in a noisy world, the perfect getaway far from the buzz of traffic. God holds me head and shoulders above all who try to pull me down. Listen, God, I'm calling out at the top of my lungs. Seems like we can hear that around the world today. I'm calling at the top of my lungs. Be good to me and answer me. You've always been right there for me. Don't turn your back on me now. Point me down your highway. Direct me along a well-lighted street. Show my enemies whose side you're on. And I'm sure I'll see God's goodness in the exuberant earth. I love Luke's description of Jesus. Uh, it is one of my favorite descriptions. It is filled with so much hope. He, he describes Jesus as being God's sunrise breaking the hold of night. Luke 1.78. Through the heartfelt mercies of God, Jesus, his sunrise, will break upon us. Shining on those in the darkness, shining on those sitting in the shadow of death, showing them the way one foot at a time down the path of peace. To all who may be experiencing a nighttime of soul, awesome news today. Tremendous news today. God's sunrise is here. The Lord can be your light and your salvation. Trust Him. And let His glorious presence Shine round about you. Let his peace flood your soul. Bow your heads as I pray it. And if you need his peace, his life, confess it with me today. Lord, into a world you stepped, you, you came boldly into the darkness and showed us you are willing to come into the dark times of our lives. And I don't know what, what those here may be facing or those watching around the world may be facing today. And perhaps there's even some that need to know you as Savior. But all of us need to know that you are our light. And we confess today our need of you. We still need you, the Savior. 
We still need you, our Lord. We still need your light. Come, Lord, as you said you would do, whosoever will. Come and drink of the waters of salvation freely. Come because my Father so loved the world. He gave, he gave me his only begotten Son for you. Hear the King say it to you today and receive life that is abundant. Life that begins to, to shine a light that makes the crooked places straight that lights up a way beyond the darkness of despair and sees a way of hope, a way of joy, a supernatural place of peace beyond your understanding. Confess him today as your Lord and your Savior. If you need your sins forgiven, all you have to do is ask. He's faithful, he's just, and he will forgive you. And one of the greatest, or the greatest, Christmas gifts you'll ever receive is you have just been written into God's will and testament as he has now pronounced you an heir, an heir of God, a joint heir with Christ Jesus. Born again, able to spend eternity with me in heaven. What a gift. He is indeed the light of the world.